Iowa everywhere. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. What's up? Happy Sunday. Uh, Changing things up for you guys in more ways than one. Uh, We are traveling all week, so we're just trying to piece together when we're going to do shows. And here we are. Good idea by my co-host, Chris Hassel. We're doing this in between the Iowa Drake games, the Iowa women tipping off here before too long. And it is one of the busiest weeks of the year when you get to do what we do for a living. My name is Chris Hassel. Joined, my name is Chris Williams, joined as always by Chris Hassel. I am not Chris Hassel. Thank God. Uh, how are you? Tough, tough day for you. Hawks go down to Nebraska. Hoiberg owns you guys. Ouch. Yeah, I had to get... Uh... I had to get old Cooter Ray out of the <laughs> of the cabinet. He's uh, he's celebrating today. My God, I mean, wh- how stunning was that? I, After Iowa went in to Indiana, yeah, the best and game of- just killed the Hoosiers. They come home as an eleven and a half point favorite and just get punked by the Scurs. They could have clinched the double by. They could have clinched the two seed, and now they have to rely on help. This kind of reminds you of the old days. Hoiberg just kind of owning Iowa, and his his kid was out there just filling it up from deep. Boy, Sam spitting image of dad. You see that picture right there? If you're watching on the on the YouTube, yeah. You know, listen. I'll give Nebraska some credit. They've been playing really well. Fred's done a really good job to get that turned around. They I mean, won five of their last six games in the regular season. They're playing really good basketball. I, I wouldn't want a piece of Nebraska next week in the Big Ten tournament. I know that. But still, if no, you're at home, you're at it's home. That's day. the hard part. Yeah, absolutely. You you just kill Nebraska on the glass. Uh, Iowa had 21 offensive rebounds. They had so many second and third chance points. They. Uh, took care of the basketball. They had 12 steals to Nebraska's one. They attempted 21 more shots, and they still lost because they cannot force teams into shooting bad shots. The opponents, outside of that Indiana game, opponents are just getting really high percentage shots every time down the court against Yeah, Nebraska just kept getting to the rim. Didn't matter the guy. Just kept getting to the rim. Carving even, even Sam Hoiberg got to the rim once. Yeah. He shot 58.5% from the field, almost 54% from deep. They barely were at the free throw line, Nebraska. They were just five for eight. It did it all from the field. It's just, and we've seen other teams do that to Iowa. It just so happened that Iowa was able to pull off miracle wins in a couple of those games. Like Mm -hmm. Michigan State did that against Iowa. Um, who else did that earlier in the season? Uh, Indiana, Michigan, in, in games that Iowa came back to win at home. There was no magic, though, on this day. None for Iowa late in that game. And sure, I know Iowa was upset and fans are upset about that that block charge that went against the Hawks late in that game. But they, they were down four at the time. There wasn't a ton of time left. It, they it was probably the guy still that, don't win the game. 
It was the guy that Fran stared down, right? <laughs> Is that who made the call? I think. I think it was the same guy. Well, boy, you would think that after uh, losing the stare down to, to Fran McCaffrey that he would give him the benefit of the doubt on a call That's like the- that, right? <laughs> you just proved the point. Because <laughs> all these Iowa fans were like, well, of course, you know. Of course, he's mad about the stare down. Well, he is yeah, a human. Well, right. You try and embarrass a guy and humiliate him on national television last week. That's and the same beca- guy who yeah, made the block and he chart. became... This was this this instantly went on social media, became a meme. It was seen by millions and millions and millions of people over and over again. This poor official has to keep seeing this, and I'm sure everybody's asking him about it. And he pro- and he had his schedule. He's like, shit, I got to go back there oh, next week. Man, going back to Iowa City. Uh, looking at the box score, you just see glaring holes in the box score for Iowa. Aaron Eulis is a starter. He didn't score. Where was Tony Perkins? He only took six shots. He scored I'm telling six Telling you, points. he's the key. I'm telling he you. Just, he'll disappear. And, and, and Chris Murray, he was three for 13 from three. And you heard Robbie Hummel say it multiple times on the broadcast. There's something going on with Murray's jump shot. He's been yeah, fading he away, away a lot. Yeah. And, and that was a really astute observation that Hummel had and but Murray just kept shooting and kept missing um you you got six threes from from Patrick McCaffrey and it didn't matter it's just that's a that's a hard one they're just so bad defensively that if they don't shoot 40 percent from three they don't win many games they weren't even that bad as a team today from three, were they? What was their final? 32%. They like, uh, but, what, they, but they took so yeah, they many. Shot, they, half they their shots, shots were threes. Yeah. They took 74 shots. 37 of them were threes. It's tough. And Nebraska's and it, hot, too. You know, you, you caught a good – that's a good team. That's a team right now I feel like if, if Fred could have had this team – just two weeks earlier, they would probably yeah. be an NCAA tournament yeah. team. They, they could be knocking on the door. Yeah, I mean, you they, screwed they around with around, a good team. But yeah. It turned it around a little bit too late. But this this Iowa team, every time you think they're going to zig, they zag. Well, I, like, I know the feeling. Nobody expected them to, to do that at, at Indiana. And then nobody expected them to do this against Nebraska. And I know you're going to say, Iowa State did the same thing with a stunning win, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But I... Every time I think this Iowa team can be really dangerous, they they do something like this. I, I don't, and I, I I don't know what the answer is when when you just can't. We, you have no consistency on the defensive end. They just remind me so much of the old Hoiberg teams. I know I've said that a lot, but I mean we we've been through this like when elite offense, horrific mm-hmm. defense, and that's why it's hard to go deep in the tournament too. One. Don't have an off shooting day because you can't get stops. And we saw it for, you know, close to a decade in Ames. It's 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 a blast when it's working. It's a hell of a lot more fun than winning how Otzelberger is doing it. I can tell you that. Yeah. But when you're losing, though, it's it's the death by a thousand paper cuts. It's your football team that can't stop the run. Right. Like it's. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible feeling to sit there and watch Sam Hoiberg carve up your insides. <laughs> like, honestly, like it's a 
It's bad. Hey, we'll get back to the games. Uh, of course, Fairway Meat and Grocery is our presenting sponsor here on Two Guys Named Chris. We appreciate them. We now have a studio sponsor, which this is awesome. I am a big fan of this company. I've known one of my really close friends has worked for Channel Seeds for a really long time. So I've been familiar with it. His name's Chad. Shout out to you, my man. He's a seedman? He's, He's a, a seedsman, seedsman baby. Hmm. He's a seedsman, Channel Seedsman. Uh, Channel Seeds, we're now, I, I don't know if we can say broadcasting, because this isn't really broadcasting, we're podcasting, I guess, from the Channel Seeds studio. And this is a network-wide sponsor for Iowa Everywhere. Big-time deal for us. Uh, this is our second network-wide one with our friends from Circus Sports as well. And really big deal. So we wanted to give them a, a grand thank you. I think our listenership and our viewership is going to really spike because of when we are doing this today, uh, right after the Iowa game and going ahead. So I'm, I'm really excited to give them a, a very warm welcome. And look at that logo. Isn't that sick? It, it matches our logo. It's, it's almost perfect. Yeah. I mean, basically the same colors. Did you create our logo in hopes of getting Channel to to jump on board, I didn't. But that would have been a smart move. I might be. Do you, you think I'm synergy. that smart? I'm synergy. not that smart. Go to channel.com if you want to learn more. We're going to tell you all about them uh, here uh, with our partnership with them. But we are now in the Channel Seed Studios, so thank you. Spreading that seed all over. I do. Before oh, we move God, on, that's going to become Chris. your thing, isn't it? What? Well, you well, spread your seed from the Missouri to the Mississippi with Channel, channel. Seeds. Seedsmanship at work. <laughs> we are seedsmen through and through. Before we move on from Iowa. Uh, we got more to we got more pick off this Iowa bone here. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what I thought. Right, getting yeah, a, yeah. a lot of questions in the chat what about we got? Fran McCaffrey and Notre Dame. Uh, Spencer wants to know my take on Notre Dame and Fran. Matt Sampson says, does Fran go to Notre Dame now so he can get further away from Fred? Question. Mm-hmm. Is that like being reported on now? Um, n- no. Um, so the last we talked about this was, I think, two weeks ago. And I, I was just telling you what I had heard. I had heard that Notre Dame didn't have much of an interest in Fran and it it wasn't going to happen. Things started off slow, but they have, I've heard from a couple different people, they've picked up a little bit, but I'm getting some differing information. I'm getting the the source that I talked to, the source that I talked to a couple of weeks ago, stands by it says that there's a 0% chance of Notre Dame hiring Fran McCaffrey. Okay. But a, a couple other folks have come crawling up the web, and they said that it was, uh, it was a no-go at first, but Fran is now in the running for the job. Whether it's them striking out on a couple of the guys... I, I I still think that they're looking definitely at, at Micah Shrewsbury, who just notched a huge win today at Penn State. 
Um, but Fran, look, what Fran has done in Iowa, I think Notre Dame would sign up for that right now. I think Notre Dame would sign up for 20 wins a year and mostly an NCAA tournament berth and maybe even a win more more years than not. They've they've fallen quite a bit. So, um, it, bottom line is, some people are saying that there is starting to be a little bit of momentum toward Fran being in the running for that job, which is which is more than I could say two weeks ago. I, I, I've, I've been working my my sources as well because you know high end journalism here on two guys named mm-hmm. Chris. Well, if, if if there's one thing that you would consider me and you before all else, it's journalism with a capital J. They can just send us the broadcasters of the year award now. I call it I call it J curve journalism. I heard that if Fram were to get Notre Dame, he would more than likely have to take a pay cut because there's no way Notre Dame would give him the sweetheart of a contract that, that he has. That does not surprise me at all because of all of the raises and the sweetheart yeah. deals that that he has gotten from uh, Gary Barta and Iowa. And this is another avenue toward getting another bump. If he can convince them that Notre Dame does want him and Gary Barta really wants to keep him, There'll be even There's more no, money. you can't. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, he's already ex- like they're 31, right? Like, when is his contract through? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm Why saying, like, what more can you give the guy? There's always more. If you can prove, if you're in demand, or at least if you can, if you the can perception that you're in demand, someone that you're in demand. And the place that you're at is afraid of losing you. You can get more. It can always get better. I was just told Notre Dame usually caps out. This is people in the business telling me in the agent world around 2.5 million. And there's no way they would give him the amount of years that he has at Iowa. But that doesn't mean like maybe he wants out. Yeah, I don't. I, but I don't you think that he would take that if he was offered a somewhat similar deal? Don't you think that because you got to believe Margaret is going to have much of a say in this. She is one of the all time great Notre Dame women's basketball players reportedly does not love it in the state of Iowa. It's because of guys like you. <laughs> I think if offered the job, even if it isn't a pay raise, even if it's not a sweetheart deal, I think he'd take it. He's not getting any younger, you know, and he's made a lot of money. So it's like maybe that's the job that he's kind of always wanted, you know? Yeah. And it's like, this is my last move. I don't know. I do know this. There certainly feels like there's a lot of smoke around this. Well, now that doesn't mean he's going to get it, but it feels like yes. he's. I, I think if they offered it to him, he would go. I, I don't. I, I don't have any inside info on that. I just feel like he would. 
um, because it's not just him; it's his it's his wife as well. Who's your and he's first? He's been in Iowa a long time. I mean, if it's, I think a lot of people would say it feels like it's kind of run its course. Do you just call it, DeVries? It, is that it? Call Drake? Huh? Do you just call DeVries if if, if you're Iowa? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. that hell seems like yes. a no brainer to me. But you know, a lot of people are saying like, well, why would Notre Dame want him? I mean, he's never been to a Sweet Sixteen. Every school he's been to, he's never been to a Sweet Sixteen. Notre Dame has only been to the tournament once in like the last six seasons. They haven't made a Sweet 16. Let's see, it's been, well, since their second to last tournament appearance in 2016. They've only made two Sweet 16s in the last 20 years. So it's it's not like they need to hire somebody who has proven that they can do something like that. I think they, I think they, they might sign up for just experience and you know what you're going to get, a sure thing. I could be wrong. And if I had to guess right now, I would guess this is not going to happen. But I would I, guess that I, too. I can see this as a possibility for both sides. If I would say, I'm sure Notre Dame has has two or three guys that that that, that they they really really want. But if they can't get a deal done with those guys, maybe that's when Fran swoops in. I would put if our friends at Circa had odds on this, the per, the number at Fran McCaffrey going to Notre Dame at like plus like six hundred right now, like I just don't think, mm-hmm. I don't think this is like a slam dunk. Even if he wants it, now it's not to say again like he it I can't get I, down to him. Do you really have any doubts that he wants this? How, how I would be stunned if he didn't want this. Stunned. It certainly feels like it would make sense. At this, guys just don't stay in these spots for as long as you've seen Fran, and there's a reason. Like we, you, you've been around them enough. Coaches, when they get to places, they're so happy. They're almost naive. They, they're accessible. They're great with the fans. They're great with the media. And then the first time they hit adversity, you know, they, they go in this this motion, and then. They they get to the point where they won't talk to anybody. They're completely inaccessible. They're they just have yes men around them, and then they usually will hit a rock bottom and they'll come back around. and And it just kind of ebbs and flows. We've seen it with Kirk Ferentz. We're seeing it with Matt Campbell. Didn't quite see it with Fred Hoiberg. He left in time before he got there. Uh, but it certainly feels like Fran is at a spot where I don't know he I. These coaches all sit around, and they and I guarantee you that the McCaffrey's group is like this, and I could see why, frankly, in their defense. Like, look what this effing place was before we got here, and look what it is now. You guys don't appreciate us. Mm-hmm. And that's how coaches just think. I guarantee the Campbell staff sits around and says, right? And it's true. Oh, he's, Campbell's come out, and he's said it. Like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This place was a laughing stock or whatever. Like this, you guys, you guys weren't shit before I got here. (laughs) Right. So coaches, like they, they, that's how they think. And when you get to be at a place as long as Fran has been at Iowa, you have more enemies. Sure, you have a lot more friends too. There's no doubt about that. But a place like Notre Dame feels like home, and it looks appealing. We'll see. I didn't think that we'd have fans asking about this, though. I thought this was just like back channel conversations at this point, but apparently it's more mainstream. No, I, than I, I think. Thought. I mean, it's I, when the job 
came open. I think a lot of fans, their minds went there. Like, you know, because if you know about Margaret's background, if you know about Fran's background, he was there for 10 years as an assistant. It's not like he just had a cup of coffee there. I mean, that's, that's where he met his wife, started his family. So, so then Patrick goes to? Well, I mean, gosh, yeah. I mean, it, you would think, I mean, if that if that happens, yeah. And then you lose the the youngest son as well. But who who knows? Connor's finally done. He, 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 this was his third senior day. Not a good one. You could say they ruined his, his senior day, but I don't know. He, he had two others. Was I that how, I don't even remember how third? they did. I, I don't know how many times he's gone through. I, I'm pretty sure he went through it last year. I'm almost well, positive I, he went through it last year. I called the Iowa State women's game yesterday, and it was Ashley Jones' second. And, and when, when he said that, I'm like, how could it have possibly been his third? But I, it does make – it could theoretically, you could have, with an injury, and with COVID, you could have three senior days these days. How about this for a trade? Let's trade Fran McCaffrey to Notre Dame. Okay. Take Patrick. We'll we'll get Darren Devries and Tucker. Oh my God! Matt Samson you know, just proposed that trade. Do you know how mad trade. you're making the Drake fans right now? I don't know. You, uh, look, they're on top of the world. They're going to the tournament. They're playing great. Yeah, they don't want to hear this. You're you're <laughs> you're killing them, man. This got brought up to um, I'm not going to say his name, but a friend of mine who's a Drake fan. They were killing Steve Prome in the second half the other night, and and my friend was just completely dejected. Couldn't even enjoy the game. Why? Because I was chirping in his ear about. Fran to Notre Dame and DeVries to Iowa. <laughs> I'm like, well, you better enjoy it. It's your last run with the DeVries at Arch Madness. Oh, I know. That's kind of how Andy Fails thinks, too. Anytime they have this success, I'm like, well, oh, Jesus. I when when Greg McDermott was on a little bit of thin ice for a while, I was like, oh, geez, you're going to go to Creighton. I Would you do that trade if you're – let's just say you're Gary Barta. And you've got it out there. You've got it set up. I can yes. trade Fran McCaffrey and Patrick McCaffrey to Notre Dame, and I can get Darren DeVries and Tucker DeVries in return. I'll tell you why I would do would it. Would you do it? And it's not even a disrespectful thing to Fran. Fran is – he's been there for so long. You feel like you, you've kind of reached whatever you're going to reach. This is kind of who we are. We go to the tournament every year. We're a good Big Ten program. DeVries is like your, your home-cooked guy – all the lineage, he's young, and his kids in all America. I, I think you do. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I would do it. I mean, I don't think that would come as a surprise to many, but yeah, hell yeah. Get get some new blood in there. Well, that's my that point. It's not. He's from this isn't even Iowa. A critique. This isn't a critique as Fran as a as a guy or a coach. It's just he's been there a really long time, and he's not you an feel Iowa. Like you like feel like if you were going to peak, Iowa you would have done it by now. Well, yeah, you you know what you're getting with Fran McCaffrey at this point. You're probably making the tournament. You might win a game. You won't reach the second weekend. That's what you're getting. Darian DeVries, I don't know. He's been damn good at Drake. He's won 20 games all five years. And this year, 27 games. And this is Drake. 
this is the valley has gone downhill. This isn't the valley of old where you had Wichita and Creighton. I don't know, man. But to do Gary this Barta at was, Drake. Yeah, Gary Rima was tweeting about the valley today. What about it? Thinks it should be a multi-big league. He's he was pretty amped up. Did you see Bradley today? <laughs> Rima. They did not look like a tournament team. I know it's just one game, but. Uh. Uh, what about so we keep getting this from a couple places? Jeff Horner. He is at has he but Truman like, State. Are you really gonna hide? And I like Jeff Horner a lot. He's a D two guy I, right I, now. I've known him from what, back when he was a player, and then he was a coach at Valley. But are you you're gonna go from Division two to a head coach in the Big Ten, where you got it when you've got a guy like Darren DeVries who's already yeah. In Division One, he's already won NCAA tournament games. He's winning titles at Drake. No, you called DeVries before. He's the two-time MVC Coach of the Year already. He's building a power in the Valley. Like they're And Drake's administration's really good. They've done a lot of things to make the Knapp Center a much more palatable place to go watch basketball. Mm-hmm. Like he's they've got something really special there at Drake that they're building, and they're going to be I, in the I, NCAA tournament. You know today. what I would love to see? I would love to see the committee match Drake up against Iowa or Iowa State in the first round. The oh, you're not going to play him anymore in the regular season? You're not going to play Drake anymore? All right. We're going to force you to play him in the tournament. Well, it won't be Iowa because, I mean... At Iowa's this point, be no, because right? Iowa would have to be. I mean, I could see Drake go. The, the ceiling would be a ten seed. I think that they're probably an eleven, maybe a twelve. So that would mean Iowa would have to be a seven. I mean, I guess it, seven ten. I don't think Drake goes that high, but I'm just saying. Have Drake play one of these teams because this is the only way we're going to see it. Now, Drake Iowa State that might have a an over under point total of about 105. God, did you see the Lenardi's today? So it had Iowa State back at a five, and it had their potential. Have you seen these people online trying to claim that I was calling Iowa State a bubble team? No, you were. I never called Iowa State a bubble team. Last I was last Tuesday, you were out there that Jerry Palm had uh, said they were a bubble team. I know he's your buddy. He's horrible. He had him as an eight today. All, he is a he is our bracketologist at CBS. <laughs> he his headline and it was on the front page of CBSSports.com. The very first story, the main story: Iowa trolling. State now a bubble team. I was reporting that he was saying that. I was saying that mm-hmm. Iowa State, if they lose out, they'll be in the eight nine game. That's not saying they're on the bubble. I never thought Iowa State was on the bubble. You have a reputation, Christopher. What's my reputation? I hate Iowa and Iowa State. (laughs) Is that my reputation? Um, Yeah, I have seen all those people. I've been laughing at it. It's been a good time. How about the shirt? You didn't give me a shout-out on the shirt. Loving the shirt. Go to our store. IowaEverywhere.com. We got the link right up there to the store. My wife got her shirt, too. She was wearing it, walking the dog a couple nights ago. Does she have the I, I like Chris but hate Chris one? What which one did I get no, her? No, I think she wanted the um that would be a fitting one for her to have, but she wanted the one that was like it's like the state of Iowa and it says two guys named Chris. 
Got it. And don't you Maybe dare my wife send Amanda Guerra any of her, the, that free merch. Don't do that. I was that. just going to send her a giant box of meat, just ground <laughs> what, hamburger. I'm sorry, Van Winkle. What did you say? I said my wife keeps wearing my Iowa Everywhere shirts, too. Can't, can't get them They're very comfy. out of the laundry before she's wearing one. They are comfy. They're, they're great shirts. Raygun does good work. Yeah. Do really These good are work. Just beautiful. I love them. We had, we had somebody up in the chat earlier ask if Channel is going to send to you a giant bag of seed. What could I grow? What are they? So I could grow like corn, corn? in my backyard? Oh, yeah. You want to grow some corn out there in Florida? How would Do that you think, work? So, can we grow soybeans down here? I don't know. You know what? Maybe you could throw a little seed in that box of meat from Fairway that I still haven't gotten. <laughs> I actually did ping Fairway on that this week. And I was we've told, oh, yeah, we can do for, that. I think it's been like seven months that we've been doing well, the show now. And on the very first show, you they said, sent you the hat. We'll get you that box of meat, fairway, hooking you I don't up, control man. the meat. All I can do is send the text message. They, they brought it up at first. They said, yeah, we'll send Assel a big box of meat. I told you about it. Just like Jerry Palm, I reported to you what fairway <laughs> had told me. As you were passing along your bracketologist information to rile up kicking Iowa State fans when they were down. For, for real, though, like I would love to know, and I, I don't. I have an opinion on Jerry Palm. I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he works hard. Does he? Because he still had Iowa State as an eight today, and that doesn't make any yes. sense. I, I, I can't speak for the guy. I speak to him several times a week. Yeah, and I always like. I have Purdue a theory on him. And lose and lose, and I'll say Jerry, but you got you got to take him off the one line, right? Nope, not taking him off the one line. Not nope, nope. <laughs> Did you see that? I have a theory on him. I've always had a theory on him. Illinois today, but they didn't. Go ahead with your theory. Well, and I can't prove this. Wait, are you going to say that he's got a rug? What? Are you going to say Jerry Palm has a rug? I don't even know what that means. What do you mean you don't know what that means? He has a rug. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I I was taking it. Because he doesn't. It's real. I've I've met him many times. No, I don't care about that. That's real, baby. And it's spectacular. Uh, my theory is that he, because I've I've watched this for a decade now, I think Palm will tweak certain fan bases, and he knows it, and he knows that it pisses them off, and that they'll click. I swear, and Iowa State fans are so sensitive because he's done it to Iowa too. I I really think he does that. He I think he knows which fan bases are good for business. He's got Iowa on the seven line. He's got Iowa State on the eight line. I think you flip flop those right now. I, I think Iowa after State's what happened this weekend, Iowa t- Iowa State is a six or a seven. I don't think and they Iowa go to a seven. is a seven or an eight. Huh? I don't think Iowa State will get to a seven now. I think they're a six. I mean, they're still. We'll see what happens in the in the Big Twelve tournament. I mean, if they go out and have a stinker. That's a that was a huge win. There, there's I no mean, they question. jumped like they, ten they, spots they, yeah, in the net. They did, yeah. That, that win, <laughs> I don't know that any win. The committee would never say this. I don't think that one win could jump you an entire seed line, but that one might have. Especially, but think about the conversation we had on Thursday when we both agreed. The Caleb Grill situation would could drop them a seed line. Exactly. If you show and, that 
oh my god, they're actually a better team without him. Correct. Then that changes everything. Yeah. Turn it. You pull the old switcheroo. What do you think? We can get into that game, but Iowa State draws Baylor in the Big Twelve tournament. I don't like tournament. that at all. I don't like. Okay, it. I could argue it each way. Uh, it is the, the whole. It's hard to beat a good team three times. Baylor is going to be a top two seed in the NCAA tournament. Clearly, they're a good team. You did see Iowa State. So the the theory I have on Baylor and why they've had problems with Iowa State is they just those guards are elite, but they don't like the pressure that Iowa State plays with. Mm-hmm. So it's a decent matchup in that way, but I agree with you. I would much rather have gotten Kansas State or somebody like that. And also, I just I feel like when you beat a team multiple times, you would be better off beating an equal team, but a different team those other times. So what I'm saying is, if you go into the tournament and you've beaten Baylor three times, I feel like the committee looks at that as okay, you beat Baylor. That's all that's as good as like one, one and a half wins against a really good team. Whereas if it you know, if it's Baylor and Kansas and TCU, it's that's a much bigger deal. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you? Well, and that's you why don't seem I, like you're following me. Well, I'm reading the Big Twelve Awards just came out. Oh they literally okay. just came out. Well um I'll, I'll put your second way. team. Kelsher, all defensive team. Uh, Lipsy, all freshman team. There you go. Okay, not surprising. I'll put it this way. If I'm Nebraska, I would not want to face Iowa the very next game again. Yeah, because you have the motivation. You have... I, I did think about it, though, like when Iowa State was playing Baylor and we were sitting around wondering what seed they were going to be. I had completely changed my mind, though, to not wanting to play on Wednesday. And here's why. Because you just had so much more to lose. If you lose to another non-tournament team, it makes you look that much worse. At least by playing Baylor. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's really just an opportunity. Assuming you don't get beat by 30 in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, you've already beaten them twice. Winning in Waco is one of the best wins in college basketball yeah. this year. Yeah, it is. And you just did it. I I think that they if let's say that they're I, I don't think that they'll be a five. I think they'll be a six seed. That's where I would put them. I mean, they have more top twenty five wins than anybody in the country. All this stuff matters. Like they've beaten really good teams. I think they're a six. I don't think they'll drop below that. And Ben comments that they have beaten Baylor, Kansas, and TCU. I know that. I, I I don't think I'm doing a good job explaining what I'm trying to say. Let's just say you're a random team out there, and you go into the tournament, and you've got your three big wins are three wins against Baylor. And then there's this other team. Their three big wins are Baylor, Kansas, and TCU. I feel like the committee would look at that team that has beaten three different teams of the same level than just one team three times. That's all, that's all I'm saying. But No, I, I get what you mean. The problem I, with this Big 12 tournament, you only have 10 teams, and eight or nine of them are tournament-level teams. Maybe all 10, really. I mean, look at what Oklahoma did yesterday. Just killed TCU. The Oklahoma-Alabama game is still one of the craziest <laughs> things that I've seen all year. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's really no... There, none of those games were going to be like, oh, I think we have a pretty good chance to win this one going into Kansas City. They were all going to be sweating it out. I would rather just 
Well, if we're going to play in Kansas City, we're going to play Baylor in Kansas. All right, let's go. And that's where Iowa State's at. But really, like, one of the more improbable – the Oklahoma football game, Baker Mayfield versus Kyle Kemp's the most improbable sporting event I've ever covered. This was – not even that they won. Upsets happen in college basketball all the time. The fact that, Chris, they basically won that game by 20 points other than a garbage possession at the end where they gave it up and Baylor hit a three right at the end. They kicked that team's ass, and it was just totally out of nowhere. I I had a feeling that they were going to surprise a lot of people. Now, I wasn't ready to go as far as to say that they would win the game. I just thought, you know, a lot of a lot of times teams they will respond. And we heard what TJ said that the the, the day after it, the the grill was dismissed, how, how great of a practice it was, and all these these guys are so invested, and nobody's expecting anything from you going out on the road against a top ten team after this. And the line was fishy; it was only seven and a half, and you know people. Like Dave Zavolinsky texting is this is the lock of the millennium. Uh, Baylor, hey, our defense, how, how are they both, only favored by seven and a we half? We both walked him off of that. No, he still bet it. Oh, did he really? I didn't yes. know he did. <laughs> yeah, he still did. I thought he backed off. I thought he backed off. He didn't. He still made the bet. Baylor awesome. minus seven and a half, and it never had a chance. I. What would you say? was the biggest difference in that game for Iowa State compared to the last month or so of Iowa State basketball? The defense. Like, the energy on defense was totally different. And I, I I felt like they had a lot of energy on defense in that home were, loss Yeah, I, to West Virginia. I felt the tide turning against West Virginia. I don't know about they you. They played well. That, that was West the Virginia's best game good. they've played in a while. Against what that that they played better against West Virginia in that loss than they did against TCU in the win. Mm. They didn't play well in that game, but TCU shot like forty percent from the free throw line. If you remember, it was really fluky. Iowa State wouldn't have beat many teams that night in mm-hmm. Hilton Coliseum, and they started playing downhill, the two man game with Kalsher and Holmes. I mean, that's the difference, right? Because you have guard play that's not incompetent offensively. But Otz was very deliberate. He goes out there and subs in Eli King, who we haven't seen all year <laughs> at the 12 and under, and the the CEO, the walk-on. Yeah, but I feel like that's just exactly what they needed. Everything was so stagnant and stale, and you can't score, and you can't win, and what's going on? I think Let's he did. inject some life, some new blood I into think this he did thing the to whole... try to resurrect it. Hey, this is a new season. We're playing for our pride. Everybody mm. thinks we suck. I'm playing everybody in this game. Everybody's getting in the game, and you guys show me who wants to be out there in the postseason. I think that's what happened. I love it. And they were smiling. You know, that's what happens when you beat a top 10 team on the road. Everybody <laughs> does tend to have more fun. But Baylor, listen, I, I do, and this is why I give them a puncher's chance in Kansas City against this team because they don't like that pressure. A lot of it is on officiating. The officials let Iowa State do a lot of what they want to do. But that, to me, is the difference. I mean, they got – what did they get, like 24 points off of turnovers in that game? That's the difference. When Iowa State's in the half court, they suck offensively. When they're scoring in transition, they're a really good team. 
but that hadn't been the case really for the last couple of months. Go back to Friday and just think how different things were for Iowa and Iowa State fans. <laughs> I know. Iowa fans are riding high off the Michigan State comeback, the Indiana blowout. Iowa State is as down as can be. You keep losing games. Now Caleb Grill is off the team. You got to go to Baylor. And then everything changes in 24 hours this weekend. And now, where are we, you think? Who's feeling better about their postseason chances right now? Is it a Cyclone fan or is it a Hawkeye fan? This minute, because the Iowa game just wrapped up an hour ago, Iowa State fans do. It could be totally and different. That's in a week. incredible that we've come. We could go come that far in such a short amount of time. Just one game for each team. If Iowa State is playing that level of defense, they can go to another Sweet Sixteen, despite what has happened. I mean, if you look at some of these brackets, Chris, let's just assume they're a six seed. Hell, even a seven, worst case, whatever. The difference between, like, Iowa State has been playing two and three seeds all year and beating mm-hmm. a lot of them. Like, there, there's not that level of, like, even last year, like, went into that thing, it's like, man, but then they got to play Wisconsin in the second round and the game's in Milwaukee, and I just don't think, like, I don't feel that with this group. And now I'm not saying they're going to sleepwalk to a Sweet 16. I'm not saying that at all, but... I'm really not that intimidated by these teams I see on the three line. I don't, I'm not looking at Marquette and going, oh my God, there's no way Iowa State can win that game. Hey, puppy, he's a good boy. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's 5 15 here in, uh, Florida, and Nori is used to being fed right at five o'clock. So she's a little, uh, fired up right now. She's a good girl. Um, hey, did you see my dog? Walked him. I've got him trained to shit in Bloom's yard. No way. Yeah, and then Bloom's wife has to come out and Pull clean up it up. The tweet Van Winkle. I did this on on Friday. I so have I, my dog trained. When I take him on a walk, he automatically shits in Bloom's yard if he needs to or not. So Bloom is probably sitting there sipping on coffee, reading the paper, and he sees you, and he goes, "Crystal, Chris's dog just pooped in our yard again. Will you go out and scoop that up?" Why can't you do it, Brent? I I don't wanna. I want you to do it like you snow blow for his big deck energy t shirts. <laughs> look at look at Dirks. He's Dirks looking right that. at the door too. That's great. It's like Fran McCaffrey to that official. Yeah. That's a great point. <laughs> and I see some boxes sitting outside uh yep. in the Bloom household. Uh, Dirks. What could that be? Dirks is my pride and joy. Look at that boy. Just taking that massive dump all over Bloom's front yard. It's a good day. Why Why does Chris's dog always have to go poopy in my yard? <laughs> all right. Um, let's get to a couple other uh, topics. We have a bunch of travel coming up this week. So I wanted Where to are just, you going? To the, the Kansas City? I'm going to be in Kansas City. Yeah, I'm going to go on late Tuesday night. So I'm going to watch the Bondurant boys play in the state tournament on Tuesday afternoon, then drive there. And then we'll have media availability coming up on Wednesday morning for the Big 12 tournament. And I'll, I'm going to stay there through the women. So however long the Iowa State women, if they 
play. I'll, I'm going to cover them as well. What about you? So you're all over the country. Oh, right? Jesus. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going all the way to Vegas. I've got the Mountain West Women's uh, Conference Championship game, which could feature a ranked UNLV team. And how about, how about this? The number two team in the conference is coached by former Cyclone Heather Rizel. I didn't know that. He's the head so you coach in Wyoming. Pointed that out. And uh, so I'm doing that on that's on Wednesday night. That the game is anyway. So that's in Vegas. That's in Vegas, and okay. then I'm going out to uh, staying at Circa. You know what? I should I should hop over there. I don't know where they have a stand. I guarantee you, it's not Circa, but I wish it was. Um, and then I'm, from there, I'm going to Dallas. I've got the Conference USA Women's Championship. And Mr. Uh, Conference USA, the yeah, voice. Then, then I'm done. Then, I think that's my last, the last game I'm calling this year. I was. I thought you were doing some, a D two game. Well, I was. I was going to call the D two championship, but then uh, they decided to send us out to the Final Four for CBS Sports HQ Spotlight. So, uh, going to do that instead. So, why can't you go to Vegas with me and Van Winks and John Miller? Because. I, th- I think I've mentioned this on the show before. My sister is pregnant and she is coming to visit. What the hell does her being pregnant have to do with anything? <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up again because you said, well, you bring, bring your sister out. And I yeah, said, well, she's have a pregnant. Good time. She needs to have a good time before but the snot. Remember, you told, me, you told me no pregnant women allowed at Circa. <laughs> pregnant men are welcome. Pregnant women, not so much. Oh, Lord. Well, we're going out for the Sweet 16. Maddie Van Winks, he's got a pregnant wife. Whoa. Wait, she's not coming, though, right? She's no, not coming. She's not allowed. See? I told, see? They don't allow Hello. pregnant women. So my so here's the thing. My sister and my brother-in-law and my niece are coming to visit that week. So that's why I can't go. Hey, Matt, do me a favor. Pull up uh, Google Circa NASCAR real quick. Is Bloom going? I want to show you guys something. And I don't even know who's the driver. But is Bloom going to to Vegas to play the slots all night? Uh, No. It's me and Matt and John Miller. And Ken Miller is going to be there too for a while. The circus got a What am I looking for here? Uh, The car? Yeah, the car. They're sponsoring a a car that's in the race today because they're racing at Vegas. It's badass. I'm going to, I think it's Daniel Suarez. Suarez. Suarez? Speaking of that, I want to pub the Ashley Jones premiere that will be coming up Have you gotten as much hate for the Ashley Jones interview as you did for the Caitlin Clark interview? It's it's so funny. All the people who are upset about the um, (laughs) Caitlin Clark one are now not promoting the Ashley Jones one. It's just really funny how that works. What do you mean they're not promoting? Yeah, look at that. Circus got a NASCAR. That's a a good-looking car. I'm going to buy that for my office. By the diecast put right there. Wouldn't that be yeah. cool? I've got a I've got a uh uh I don't know where it went. I think my wife took it away. It was a Joey Logano car, diecast car like that. Cause I was on his pit crew once. Really? Oh, you would have just you would have creamed yourself if you were in my position. I'm actually just gone straight eggplant emoji just thinking about it. Yeah. I was I on his pit crew for a, a race at Charlotte about six or seven years ago. Got to walk on the 
you know, you know, the driver introductions. I got to go yeah. out there with him. Got to He's sit on his. He's kind of a pre- nerd, right? A little bit of a nerd. Good guy, yeah. though. Good guy. Yeah. I think he got a uh, big time uh, hair transplant. Big time. Oh, did he? Yeah. He's promoting it and everything. Oh, good for him. Yeah. John Miller's getting one of them. No, he's not. Yeah. He talked about it on the podcast this week. Well, so we're going to have to update his. Uh... Matt, can you pull up uh, the John Miller cartoon as fast as you can? Uh, the one that looks like uh, the guy from Independence Day or Men in Black, Tommy yeah, Lee Jones. He looks like Tommy Lee Jones. But so my, my, I have two favorite things about the John Miller cartoon. One is his hair. The hair looks like it is totally like a drunk guy spray painted his hairline on in this. Can we zoom in? (laughs) Zoom in as far as you can. See, see, look, doesn't it look kind of spray painted? Like compared to your hair, you look like you've got the best hair in the business. I do. So that that's and my second favorite thing is as if you're a if you're a listener or a watcher of the program you know it's it's the it's the lip penis it is the uh, penis hanging from his upper lip teeny tiny little penis it is yeah it's just the tip but it is a it is a tiny penis on his lip is that all you can zoom in on that little teeny tiny yeah, penis what, what? Matt. <laughs> I think I, the, I don't think the, the FCC will allow up. us to zoom in any closer on that on that lip penis. As far as I can go. All right, boys. Well, I heard a rumor, Williams, oh. that John Miller is trying to get our cartoons banned. He thinks it's amateur hour. Oh, really? I heard a rumor about that. Well, I heard there was going to be a vote at the next board meeting. I call the shots around here, and they're staying. I like the little teeny tiny penis lip, John Miller. And look, that'll be a thing. I've got your cartoon guys on on my shirt here. So (laughs) if you have a shirt for uh, your your show with John, he'll have his little little dick lip on there. (laughs) (laughs) So you take off tomorrow? Like you you head out to your games tomorrow? uh, No. Tomorrow I work. I'm in studio at CBS. I fly out really, really early. Tuesday morning out to Vegas. And you know what? This has never happened to me before. It's crazy. I got upgraded to first class, okay? Which has happened. That's That happens. But in the app, you know where it asks you to like pick your seat, check in? It's It asks me to select my entree for the flight. Entree? Yes. It's pretty. It's, this, it's like 1980? Look. See, look, I don't know if you you can see that. See, select, select your entree. What are you going to get? I, so I, so I, 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 I click it and then this is on two. So here are my options. I don't know if you can, you can read those or not. Uh, Gio's Sorrento lemon chicken with herb roasted fingerling oh, potatoes don't do that. and broccoli. You'll have diarrhea. Served That's with burrata and tomato salad. That's option one. Option two is insalata de mare with poached shrimp, lump oh, crab, orzo, Dude, arugula, do not get seafood tomatoes. on the plane. And then the third option, and this is the one I picked margarita pizza with grated Romano. 
They got a wood-fired oven on that pizza. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Something well, like that. It's not a real first-class experience unless you have a wood-fired pizza oven on the jet. So that's is that what you guys would pick? The no the pork margarita? butt, no pork butt on the plane. No. no it, mm. Sometimes on flights to Iowa, you can choose uh, the pork sphincter. Yeah. No, you're not touching the seafood on the plane. That seems like a disaster. <laughs> You ever have bad just, seafood and you're just pooping for like three days? Oh, wait, what? Does seafood you get, just run right through you? It's like the river runs through it. If it's bad, if it's bad, it does. I just can't imagine it's going to be this high class seafood on the plane. Is I that's just what I'm saying. I don't know. It's first class. It's Delta. I mean, no, you you got to go with the safe pick. I wasn't Simon sure Cruz. that I would I would be able to to get to another level of like East Coast elitism. But now that I'm flying first class and I can select an entree for my flight. Jeez. And what you're probably what are you taking the Greyhound bus down to Kansas City? You taking, taking the mega the bus? Cyclone fanatic truck. The mega bus for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick. I was going to point this out earlier, and I forgot. Spencer says, "Really interesting." Ty- Tyrese Hunter didn't even get honorable mention. That's sh- that's shocking. Do you think he should have? No, I don't. I don't know. I just said like if you would. But it's told more me that, shocking that he was so good last year with Iowa State, made that move to Texas, where you think yeah. his role is he he's going to. He's on a team that could get a one seed. Still, he was the freshman player of the year last year in the league, and he doesn't even make honorable mention now. It's crazy. Cole wants to know if we eat mac and cheese with a fork or a spoon. It's definitely a fork. Yeah, I think it's a fork. Has to be a fork. If it's a spoon, you got way too much liquidy cheese in there. Gotta be fork. Elise Elise uses a spoon, though. It's her favorite meal. I make a homemade mac and cheese, and you could use it either. I mean, if if it's thick and creamy, you could use a spoon. Van Wink. You come up here and you mm-hmm. barge into the conversation and you put yourself in the biggest box uh-oh, and then uh-oh. you cut my head off. I know. Who I got to fix it. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? I am. There we go. <laughs> I. So when are we going to do our next show? You think we're because uh, we can't do it on Thursday morning. I think it's either going to be Friday morning or to me, that would make the most sense because Iowa and Iowa yeah. State would let's, both Let's play. shoot for Friday morning. Yeah. That makes that makes the most sense to me. We'll 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 plan on that tentatively. Just real quick, Jared and J Bo are gonna do a huge conference tournament preview show as well, where they're gonna go through all the brackets and all that stuff. So you guys can look forward to that. I'm actually not for Iowa everywhere. You can listen to it on Cyclone Fanatic. I'm doing a long form podcast with Matt Campbell tomorrow. Which I'm no not shit. really in I'm not really in football Matt mode. But he's How'd you get him to talk willingly on a forum like this? I mean, why wouldn't you want to talk to me? (laughs) It's it's true. But, I mean, he won't even go on like Murph and Andy. Yeah, but it's me. I mean, come on. (laughs) You wouldn't want to hang out with me for an hour? Are you guys going to be together? Or are you going to be in I'm going to his office, yeah. It's not for for Cyclone Fanatic, but we're all swimming in the same pond. Jeez, look at you. Caitlin Clark... Then you go to the Iowa State side. You know what you need to do? You need to find uh, Jones's dad, Mr. Jones. 
I actually you shook his sit hand down with Mr. Jones. Sit Talked down with Mr. Yesterday. Jones. He so invited got, me to the restaurant. Come you got Ashley Jones, Jones, Caitlin Clark, and Matt Campbell. Yep. All right. Well, well, enjoy your travels. Uh, we will we'll be in touch with our audience about when these shows are coming up. It's kind of hard. This is I actually like this week better just as a fan i think than the ncaa tournament the ncaa tournament's awesome but everybody's playing and like it it's a really fun week and again iowa state plays early thursday and we don't will iowa play friday now or now that they lost today do they play thursday i don't Um, even know this is going to be dated because i'm sure there'll be some people that don't listen until monday but iowa still has a good chance to get the double buy oh okay all right depending on a result uh, later on Sunday night uh, between Rutgers and Northwestern. I I think <laughs> that would uh, be a doozy. I think so, if Rutgers, I don't know. If, 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 if I think Rutgers wins and Iowa still gets the double bye. Okay. And not right. that it was ever in doubt. Iowa is uh, the women are rolling against Ohio State. We kind of figured that would happen. Good stuff. All right, we appreciate all of you following along and joining us on a rare Sunday afternoon program. We'll be back later this week. We'll have content throughout the week. Thanks for following us, and thanks for listening to Iowa Everywhere. Have a good week. William's dog pooping in my yard again. Iowa everywhere.